Blog Talk Radio. Watch how the moon sits in the sky on a dark night Shining with the light from the sun The sun doesn't give light to the moon Assuming the moon's gonna blow with one It makes me think of how you act to me You do favors there rapidly You just turn around and start asking me About things that you want back from me I'm sick of the tension, sick of the hunger Sick of you acting like I owe you this Find another place to feed your reef While I find a place to rest I wanna be in another place I hate when you say you don't It is Sunday, July 23rd. We are Triggered and Divided. My name is Dylan Nave. Coming to you live from Denver. Also joining with me is, as usual, Bobby Cuomo. What's up? And we got the Laura Corella, Instalora. Hey, <laughs> Instalora. Oh my god, crack me up every time. Well, since I'm taking control of the intro, I'm going to cover right now. Reset the clock, guys. Fuck you, baby arm. Zero days without a Cali Rain incident. Fuck Cali Rain. Oh. Sorry, we're, we're coming to you live like we do every Sunday. You can call us in at 646-668-2950 anytime during our broadcast. We are going to be here for the next two hours. Again, that's 646-668-2950. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Tell us to fuck ourselves. How's it going, guys? Uh, Nervous. Tomorrow I start real estate school for a week. What? So yeah, you're and gonna be a be, real um, estate agent. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna try to make that money here in South Florida. But I won't be able to do the show next Sunday because my class starts tomorrow, and the last day of class is Sunday, and I'll be there from nine to six p.m. So I won't Damn. be able to. Damn. All right. We'll hold it down. We'll hold it down. We got it. All right. Don't worry. Laura, it won't be as good as That's awesome. I know. You, I'm excited know? and nervous because I mean, you guys know what's going on. I'm just trying to start over and uh, crazy. Hell uh, yeah. Florida's crazy. Wanna, it's like the third most populated country. Yeah, I want a right? swamp with a hut. Like sell me a like Everglades swamp hut. <laughs> I got you. Nice. Fuck yeah. I need I need you to come out here and help me find a house. It's, it's difficult as fuck. We're, me and my wife are looking for homes right now in Denver and it's you can't find a house in Denver. Yes. Bro. Look, I'll look Here's for Florida. a house for you guys in Florida. Right by uh, your mom. My mom's probably <laughs> listening right now going, yeah, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. shit, it was a hell of a week, guys. Um, we had we had the death of several things. Um, first, we had the death of uh, Spicer at the White House. We yeah, had he's... The, uh, we had the the death of Chester Bennington, the lead singer of Lincoln Park, and we had Crazy. the uh, the death of a white woman up in up in Minneapolis by some some cop. We're gonna we're we're gonna get into all that. Um, but I mean, I, I think since prison life dead is dead now. He's not yes, prison anymore. That's, that's over. I was gonna say I, I I think we should probably get to that first. You know, he's <laughs> he's getting out just in time for the new release of the uh, new Ford Bronco. Dude, that thing um, looks so, sick. Did you see it? That shit looks so yeah. tight. Wait, that shit's real? Fly as fuck. Yeah. Like, that's a real thing. 
they, the they were talking about bringing the Bronco back, I think, last year or the year before recently. But they're really going to do it, and it looks cool. No, nah, they were waiting for him. They were totally waiting for him. Like, he's out. He can drive it. We're going to get him on the ad. No. Straight up. Who, Straight up, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. If Kendall Jenner can hand a cop a Pepsi and stop a riot, they are going to use OJ for a Ford commercial. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I love it. I fucking love it. Man, what, what, who are they advertising to with this this Ford Bronco? Though I mean, they couldn't. Anybody, have dude. The property value, the, the the value of the Ford Bronco after his stunt went up just because of that, dude. I'm Man, not even joking with you. It, I it hate that Ford more. Bronco. No, that Ford Bronco ruined the damn Knicks playoff NBA Finals Knicks game for me. Like, I think it was <laughs> sports. So game why were you six. that worried? Man, I was like 13 years old, and I was pissed. They had the they had the the OJ Simpson chase on the big screen, and they put the damn NBA Finals game. I was in New York. The Knicks were in the finals, and they put it on the corner of the television. My uncle, oh my god, Uncle Kevin, if you're listening, seriously, that shit was fuck OJ. Anyway, I got all kinds of sports sport. connections to OJ. Man, oh, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, and they say OJ Simpson's the reason why you know the whole Kardashians are fucking. So, did you ever see that meme? The whole connection. Yeah, I think what, what was it? No, it was it was the Cubs, wasn't it? Or the no, it's the Buffalo Wait, Bills. So, I'll just I'll just go this real quick. Like no, seconds. no, it's because it's because it's because the no the the one one team uh, lost the championship was it the Bears. I don't know. No, dude. Okay, check it. I'm a Bills fan. Let me explain it. So, <laughs> the the quarter and of course I don't know this fucking name. The quarterback of the Buffalo Bills when they were the worst team in the league the year before they dropped drafted uh, OJ Simpson. They were they were coming down the field and they were at the five yard line. All they had to do was throw a touchdown to win the game. I believe it was against the Jets. And he threw an interception, thus the Bills getting the first pick in the draft the next year. If he had scored that touchdown in that game, the Bills would have gotten the second pick, which means O.J. Simpson would not have went to Buffalo. He would not have met met Nicole in Buffalo because that's where she was from. Robert Kardashian would have never True. been yeah. her, Representing, her attorney, yeah. his attorney, and the Kardashians yeah. wouldn't be on no porno shit. We wouldn't be, you know. Seeing Ray J's yeah. big ass. That, that is why sports matter. Yeah. All right, Bobby. That's why sports matter. Yeah, sports matter. The fucking matter, butterfly guys. effect, dude. Right. No shit. Everybody, everybody tries to everybody tries to say, you know, the NFL and these international sports leagues we all have are just, you know, the way of the, the Roman Coliseum putting in, you know, gladiator fights. It was just to distract the masses from the real thing. No, this shit matters, dude. <laughs> this shit matters. This shit you matters. Watch on Sunday. We have to we have to and know that Monday. reference of Kendall Jenner handing <laughs> a Pepsi to a cop. We have to understand that reference because sports matter. Man, that's compelling. Deep. It's pretty deep. Kill the Kardashians. Kill the Kardashians. <laughs> the moral of the story. Yeah. Hashtag kill the Kardashians. Kardashians. Yeah. Kardashians. So uh O.J. Simpson, the reason why we're talking about him today is he um, went before a parole board, and he was granted parole. He'll be released in October. He's already spent about nine years in prison, um, but that doesn't mean he's free. He's still got a 33-year sentence to fulfill, but he'll just serve that outside. He's got to stay out of trouble and shit. But uh, here's, a, here's a little clip from Stephen A. Smith about O.J. Simpson, because sports does matter. Not only deserved to be in jail, he deserved to be under the jail. Uh, this man, as far as I'm concerned, is a double murderer. Uh, he's somebody that should never, ever, ever see freedom again. But it should be for the murder, for the double murder. It shouldn't be for the this. But since it was just for this, 
the right decision was clearly made, and that is that. As it pertains to his behavior, how he conducted himself, I thought he showed his arrogance. I thought he was an incredibly loquacious, entirely too talkative. The first loquacious. advice that you receive from your attorney is to answer questions as, as succinctly and as concise as possible to say very little. He talked entirely too much. I thought that was not uh, the, the wisest thing for him to do. He should have shut his damn mouth. He shouldn't have said a fucking thing. That fucking double murderer over there with his fucking shoulder and his freaking left arms. and He's just fucking wild. Wow, he's kooky. Look at him. He should be under the jail. Not even like in it, but like under it, under man. Under it. Literally like under, under it. Under the, the jail. Double murder. <laughs> Fuck him. Stephen A. Smith, man, he hates OJ. Spiteful old bastard, dude. Jesus. Yeah, that's Stephen A. Smith from first take on ESPN. He's always had a, a pretty um, raucous opinion on OJ Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Double murder. I mean, he is a mur- I I believe OJ's a murderer. Hands down. Love don't fit. Must quit. <laughs> Must quit. Well, here's OJ Simpson. Uh, this this is the moment he was um, um, given parole. And comments after the parole. You wouldn't believe what OJ said after he got parole. Let's run it. And it will become a public record. So based on all of that, um, Mr. Simpson, I do vote to grant parole when eligible. And that will conclude this hearing. Thank you, white lady judge. I feel good to know that I'm, I'm about to be free. I'm about to get back to really stunting on these niggas and uh, killing these hoes, man. First night, man. First night. Bro, as a black man, you are really finessing the system. That's what's up. <laughs> Nigga, what? I'm not black. I'm OJ. I'm not black. I'm OJ. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, he really said that shit? Like, he said no. that shit. No, that oh, was a parody. Okay, okay. I was... <laughs> I'm going to be starting all these dead words. I'm going to be killing these hoes. Killing these hoes. First night. That's how I feel about going into real estate. I'm going to be stutting on niggas and killing these hoes. Right? I'm uh, not black, I'm OJ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's yeah, a really good album. Shout out to Jay Z for that fucking album drop. Right? Dude, I love that song. Love that song. Love that song. <laughs> where, where, where the hell were y'all when OJ was was fucking acquitted? What? Wait, what, what, year, what year was that? that? Yeah, shit. <laughs> I, mean, I think that was like '96. Wait, hold Three. on. Let me let me Google this real Three fast. Three years old. OJ was it '95? Man, I was in middle school fucking science class. Ninety five. Ninety five. I was in middle school science class and we watched the whole damn thing. In fact, that year in my drama class, we we did a whole skit, but we were all rabbits and, and stuff. We did like this whole rabbit skit but of OJ Simpson. I was uh literally like stuff. three years old at the time, so Yeah. 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 I was I was shitting my own pants, not not paying bills. It was it was the life. If I tried, I got a dick. I cried. Damn. I got whatever the fuck I wanted. Like I didn't. I didn't give a damn, dude. Well, I was old enough to remember, and you got to remember, like I said earlier, Buffalo Bills fan. Like I, I grew up die hard OJ. I loved him. I mean, I hate him now, but like that was like yeah. my favorite. He was my favorite player. Like, like, you know. So 
Then they ruined it. They ruined Bobby's childhood. That shit was the biggest deal, dude. Like, that was the biggest deal. I fucking said, dude. Are we we in the 90s again? Like, we're talking about OJ. We got fucking... uh, We got fucking... What was this this show coming back? uh, God damn it. What show's coming back? God damn it. Not not like Cow and Chicken. It was the same kind of animation. Oh, Rocco's Modern Life, right? Yeah! Dude, that shit's coming back. No fucking, fucking way. Yes. Sorry to take <laughs> y'all off, but yeah, 90s are real and we're in them again because we're talking about OJ and, and, and Rocco. And Rocco's, mo- Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. The 90s are coming life. back. I hope fucking rap, uh, rap gets better. The 90s Dude, we need is. Celebrity Deathmatch to come back because think it about did. all the shit it with did. like... It like, did. No, it failed. No, I... Like, as big as it was. Think about it. Like, Trump fighting Nancy Pelosi, that would be a sick fucking fight. <laughs> True? Oh, my God. No, Sean Spicer fighting Melissa McCarthy. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> uh, who else? Who else would we want to see? I want to see, no, Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump in, like, a physical fight. I would actually pay to see the World Star. Like, if there was a pay-per-view on World Star, I would actually put my credit card information in. Paul Joseph Watson versus Rachel Maddow. Uh, how about uh, yeah, John McCain versus Cancer? <laughs> <laughs> right. Who would Alex Jones have to face? Oh, God damn. Um, Who do I want to see Alex Jones fight? I guess George Soros. Really Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey? What'd he do, man? He, oh, I just want to see him fight that fat little gay frog <laughs> fear <laughs> motherfucker. No, no, no. It'd be Alex Jones versus gay frogs. And that would be it. Be it. <laughs> no, that's the yeah, frogs, get out <laughs> They're trying to fuck me! <laughs> Dude, Alex Jones He's sponsored by Flora. What's that? He's sponsored by Flora. So what's hey, did you hear it, like... Oh, Wait, fine. hold on. Before we move on from Alex Jones, you know how they're doing the whole meme... Uh money thing well they're doing it for the songs too now right that's what i read that they're giving away money for the best parody songs like the ones that we play during break i read about right dude alex jones is just like you dylan Abe. he takes every insult that ever gets thrown at him and he owns it and wears it and sells it and makes fucking profit dude's unbelievable never forget what you are bastard yeah period period wear it like armor that way, it could be never used against you. Okay, have you listened to any? I know you're a big Alex Jones listener, Laura. Have you listened to any of them this week? Not this week, I have to admit, I have not. Dude, he dude, he he made the like the song is all new. It's um, unbelievable. I have listened to that song, that fucking like Bon Bon Iver song or whatever. I've listened to that song maybe fifty times. I know the fucking words. Like, I put that on repeat at work. <laughs> I got no shame. Y'all got an, uh, the only song on his iPod shuffle <laughs> <laughs> on repeat. But, it's like the only no, it's Alex. It's the only Alex Jones like it's the only Alex Jones literature that I could sneak inside my house without Chloe getting completely aggravated by the voice. She <laughs> hates his voice. I don't blame her. Poor Chloe. Oh, it's great. It's so fun. She just gets there with the. She's not trying to make the baby angry. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I really hope our baby comes out thinking I'm Alex Jones. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Just tell him the fucking water's gonna turn the frogs gay. Turn what the water. Turn the frogs. And there's gay. a there's a child sex slave colony on the dark side of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> do we still have that song? I wish. I don't think we do. 
I don't, I don't think we do. I think I Next think I made week. room for other other clips. Yeah, I just want that Alex Jones that Alex Jones song to be like our our forever intro. It's just a I'm angry. I've had <laughs> enough of these people. Anyways, OJ Simpson, you got hijacked by Alex Jones. Go fuck yourself. But anyways, OJ Simpson, he's coming back. He'll be back in, in October. He's getting released on parole after stealing his own memorabilia in a house. That was what he was. That's what, I can't believe he's been in prison for nine years for that kind of shit. You know, he got that memorabilia back too. By the way, that was that the thing that happened in Vegas? It was in Vegas, right? Yeah, it was in Vegas. But they brought firearms into the whole ordeal, so that was why he got sent to prison. So, wow. Well, yeah. he's back. Fuck you. Well. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Well, let's let's get on let's get on to the first death of the week. Sean Spicer's fucking career as press secretary. <sighs> well, I mean, he did Spicy. design himself. It's still the oh, death of his career. He just did, you know, killed his own career, kind of. Yeah, true. I guess. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure he's gonna get a sweet book deal. Career suicide. <laughs> Yeah, well, Sean Spicer resigned this week, and um, so he's gone, and Anthony Scaramucci is in, but uh, we're going to do a little bit of clip from The Daily Show, uh, a best of Sean Spicer. You will be missed. Guys, good morning, good afternoon. Good evening, good afternoon. <laughs> this was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period. You're shaking your head. <laughs> I appreciate it, but... but um, with respect to um, I'm gonna miss him. Uh, over the, on, one you don't get to just yell out questions. We're gonna raise our hand like big boys and girls. Demo, I love that one. Denmark, as a designated education point, point, point points. Bashar al Assad. Bashar al Assad. I know you've mispronounced his name a few times. We didn't even sink to the using chemical weapons. As many of you know, hey, Jonathan, somebody's asking a question. It's not your press hey, briefing. Hey, Jonathan. Jonathan. I, you want to come on up? I'm going to be Jonathan. I mean, I'll, 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 and with that, I'm glad to take some questions. Steve Holland. Steve Holland, I'm here. With that, David Jackson. David, David is not here. Eamon Jabbers. Eamon Jabbers. Eamon Jabbers. I'm going to let the tweet speak for itself. The tweets speak for themselves. His tweets do speak for themselves. I don't, I mean, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. Okay, I'm, this is silly. Okay, next. Stop shaking your head. Again. Hey, Where's John go? Rest in peace. 2017 to 2017. Oh, he lived such a long life. <laughs> yeah, with his fucking five head and beady, narrow set eyes. Fucking little worm looking son of a bitch. Everyone well, was saying that he looks like the the dad from uh, Home Alone passed away too. And he looks just like him. Like, seriously. <laughs> Look up the dad from Home Alone. That's that's Sean Spicer. Yeah, that's I'm fucking, surprised uh, in... what's his name? Um, Goodfellas, isn't it? I'm surprised they didn't they didn't well, keep going with fucking uh oh oh fat girl as press secretary. She was all right. Ray Loyola. Huckabee? That's his name. Wait, what? Wait, what? Oh. Wait, huh? Wait, what? Sorry, I, Wait, I was confused. Still hanging on the Never line. mind. 
I was hanging on the Home Alone comment just thinking of that goddamn actor's name, and I just screamed it out like a retard. I'm like, Ray Liotta. Oh, it's John Hurt. Hold on. I'm about to send you guys this picture right now in, in, our, in our Triggered and Divided little group DM thing, and they're going to uh-huh. see. This is, this is Sean Spicer, a.k.a. Kevin's dad from Home Alone. I just <laughs> That's totally him. Like, everyone who's listening, Google Home Alone Dad. There you go. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. So, uh, why, why, didn't, why didn't they keep old fucking girl who was filling in for him? The, the, the fucking, uh, the fat one with the weird eyes. Uh, Huckabee, I'm, I'm so glad you asked that because I got, I got a few clips here of the new communication director, Anthony Scaramucci, or as the, the right calls him, Mooch. That's his nickname, Mooch. Mooch. Fucking Mooch. Well, Mooch. Mooch loves Donald Trump, and we're going to run a clip on, uh, on the new press secretary talking about his, uh, his lover. But here's what I tell you about the president. He's the most competitive person I've ever met. Okay, I've seen this guy throw a dead spiral through a tire. I've seen him at Madison Square Garden with a oh, top wow. coat on. He's standing in the key and he's getting fast and swishing them. Okay? He sings Ridiculous. three-foot punch. I don't see this guy as a guy that's ever under siege. He's a very, very competitive person. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of incoming that comes into the White House. But the president's a winner. Okay? And what we're going to do is we're going to do a lot of work. <laughs> I, I, was so dis- I don't even know what he said. I was, wait, what, what's going on? Whoa. Dude, he's choking on it. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to spit on Whoa. it, Daddy? Hey, Anthony, call in. Call- Anthony Scaramucci, call in at 646-668-2950 because I want to know if you swallowed. Mooch. Mooch swallows. <laughs> Mooch swallows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so that was Scaramucci. That was Mr. Mooch. That was just a couple days ago. I want to run a clip from Mooch a little less than two years ago. Trump a hack? He's a hack politician. He's probably going to make Elizabeth Warren his vice presidential nominee with comments like that. You think he's a It's anti-American. It's very, very divisive. You think Donald's a plant? I'll tell you who he's going to be president of. You can tell Donald I said this. The Queens County Bullies Association you got to cut it out now and stop all this crazy rhetoric spinning okay. everybody's head. Like I don't like the way he talks about women. I don't like the way he talks about our friend Megyn Kelly. And you know what? The politicians don't want to go at Trump because he's got a big mouth and he's afraid he's going to light him up on Fox News and all these other places. But I'm not a politician. You're cool. You're- Bring it. Bring it, Donald. Do, you, you're close bring to it. Dude, yeah, the hedge fund it. community is right out of Dude. Elizabeth Warren's playbook. Yeah. Is that, are you a Democratic plant for Hillary Clinton and Elizabeth I, Warren? I, That's, I what that that That's what we want to know. Stand here and prove otherwise. So when, when was that? Oh, that was, uh, I want to say, August or September of 2015. He, okay, called Trump so anti- he, he called Trump anti-American, called him a misogynist, and called him a Hillary plant. Okay. Well, I guess I mean, come I, back I, from all that. I, fl- I flipped parties and candidates. True. From then till now. I was a Bernie supporter then. So were you. I hate yeah. everyone. Laura, <laughs> <laughs> you and still Lauren's hate just everyone. Jaded. <laughs> Fuck everyone. Um, no, I, I I don't give a fuck what he said back then. That's pretty that's pretty harsh. But I'm I'm sure there's been a few changes, especially with the information that's been released. You look at WikiLeaks, you look at the CNN leaks, you look at all these leaks. But you you look at all the information, all the transpired, all that all that has transpired. You're gonna expect some people to change their fucking minds, aren't you? True. Like fair. okay, so this is how I'm looking at it. Just to be fair, 
I mean, yes, you can change your views. I change my views all the time. I mean, just like I said, I hated Donald Trump, and then I voted for him. And then now, even you guys know, I still am very uh, skeptical about him sometimes. So I can understand. You're divided. Yeah, like a lot with Trump now. And, (laughs) like, okay, people, like I said, people change their minds all the time. But at the same time, like, who is to say this isn't he's just really just sucking dick just to get a job at the White House? You know what I mean? Like, right. saying he's not fucking fake. I well, think all the has, options should be remained open with this. I mean, he, he has changed. He claims he's changed. Um, let's, let's hear his apology to Donald Trump. You said about him back in 2015 when you said he was a hack politician. Yeah, he, brings it up, he brings it up every 15 seconds, okay? One of the biggest mistakes that I made, because I was an unexperienced person in the world of politics, I was supporting another candidate. I should have never said that about him. So, Mr. President, if you're listening, I personally apologize for the 50th time for saying that. But here's the wonderful thing about the news media. That was three minutes of my life. He's never forgotten it, and you've never forgotten it. But, you know, I hope that someday, Mr. President, you will forget it. Damn. All right. What a fucking adult about it. Everybody else is just being a little cunts. All right. He won. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He won. You know, I was was expecting myself to feel differently than you on this while I was uploading these clips and doing some research. I was like, man, he owned it. He owned it. Yeah. Yeah. What can you say back to that? No, you're a son of a bitch for... Saying sorry for saying mean things to someone we say mean things to. How dare you? You can't do that. So I mean, he, he nailed it. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he, you know, admitted what he said, you know, apologized many times, apparently. I mean, he doesn't even have to apologize. He's, it's his fucking opinion. But, you know, I, I think it was, uh, I think it was kind of stupid of what he said. I mean, I don't think it was stupid what he said. But I just think it's just crazy that he's now the you know communication director after all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the media, the media is just going to eat him up about it. That's the problem. They're never going to let that go. Well, you know what? I'm never going to let go. What? What are you never going to let go, Dylan? I'm never going to let go of baby arm. Fuck you, Callie Wayne. Let's get it in twice today, guys. Reset the clock again. <laughs> it's been less than 30 minutes. If you want to say fuck Callie Wayne or say fuck Dylan Nave, call in at 646-668-2950. Uh, we appreciate it. We actually have a little tick. I have a tick going here. Every time I get a fuck Dylan Nave, I make a mark. Every time I get a fuck Callie Wayne, I make a mark. Stupid you bitch. are needed. Your votes By are needed. By the way, I emailed Twitter about my Twitter account, like appealing it, and I got an email back this week saying, oh, you're not going to get your, your Twitter account restored. So rip to my Twitter Oh, man, that's been a damn fucking week of death. Dude, right? Damn. I know. I didn't even think about that. Damn. And, you can't and, even and that one wasn't even a suicide. Right? And I didn't even say anything that bad. I was just, I wasn't even slut shaming, even though you're a slut, Callie. I was just stating facts. Slut. And then everyone got mad and triggered and reported little old Laura, Insta Laura, oh. Twitter Laura, and I'm dead from Twitter. I'm sure, I'm sure if, you know, somebody was. If somebody was saying that kind of shit to you, it would have been just okay because, you know, it wasn't racist. Oh, of course. Do you know how many people replied to me like, oh, you have shitty tattoos, you're fucking ugly, blah, 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 you wear too much fucking makeup. Like, all like all of that was said to me. But God forbid I tell some girl to keep her fucking legs closed. Oh, and you get booted off Twitter. By the way, so many people are getting banned from Twitter, like, this week alone. I just noticed. I know Twitter is kind of like a 
the cancer well, of the internet. Cuck fest. It's a cuck fest. No, it really it's it is and it's getting worse though. I don't know. It's pretty sad. Dude, I've no never utilized team. Twitter. I've never fucked with Twitter. I thought it was kind of a waste of my time. Dude, honestly, yeah. I'm gonna fucking just download my Facebook profile one day so I can get all my old fucking pictures and then just delete my account and ghost. <laughs> like watch it. I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be awful. Where would I get the memes? <laughs> Dude, that's why it's that, that's why like when I got banned from my other page and I created the new one on Facebook, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to ghost that other one eventually. But, you know, just felt like a good refreshing start, I guess, a social media refresh. I don't fuck with Twitter, so. Yeah, neither does Laura. (laughs) Speaking of death, there there was was quite a big death that that I think we should should definitely talk about since at least one of us is so, 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 so goddamn triggered that, you know, so uh, me and himself. me and Dylan, me and Dylan have had about, about a four day battle, social media battle online. It's oh, been shit. well doc well documented through several threads. Uh, I'm sure Bobby has the screenshots. I don't take yeah. them because I don't need them. I, I didn't take any screenshots. I'm not a fucking bullshit. I'm not a normie like you. But moving on, oh, uh, normie, <laughs> you son of a bitch, get the fuck out of here. You cannot call me a normie. Fuck, you don't even know what a fucking edgy meme looks I just, like. I just, I, just, I just wrote on Facebook, you know what will trigger Dylan Abe? I'll call him a normie. Watch. Thank you for proving me. I didn't actually write that. Are you fucking kidding me? All right. No, I didn't write that. I didn't write that. <laughs> I was say, I'm not happy at all right now. <laughs> Damn it. Well, well yeah, Chester well, Bennington, yeah. he, fucking, he, 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 he fucking, he did it. He did the thing. He went and fucking legitimized. He went and killed himself. He hung himself. He fucking committed suicide, and, and and I personally am mad about it. Bobby, how do you, how do you feel about it? Man, I got such a personal connection with True. like with music, yeah. music. Like it's easy for people to be like, you never knew, you never knew that person. So how could you possibly be sad about his death or her death? And it's like that person provided me like expensive therapy that I could not afford. Like when I really, really, really needed it. Like that, that music that he brought to me for, for nine dollars and that that CD that I bought, like that was immense therapy. Like that is irreplaceable. And like in the years in which I was listening hardcore to Lincoln Park, and, and and a lot of my friends in Pueblo, Colorado, could feel the same way. I know they feel the same way. Like there's a lot of a lot of suicide deaths in our group, and that music kind of put, you know. It put in perspective that I, the, the singer is like dealing with suicide himself, suicidal thoughts, and now that he killed himself, you know, it just fucks with my brain, you know, and it fucks with. You know, I saw, I saw a comment on um, YouTube. I was looking at the heavy music video that was uh, released this year by Lincoln Park, and someone commented and they said, "I feel like I lost a friend that's been soothing my soul for the last twenty years." So I kind of see, I see exactly where you're coming from with that. Like if it's a musician or whatever, it's crazy and unexpected. Yeah. But okay, like, so, so what, what what about his death gives you the inability to soothe your soul further? Uh, that's not. The I mean, point. It, you, you, you said it. You, no, no, that that is my point. Fuck you if if it's not the point. That is my point. You 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 just you said it yourself. You're not hanging out with this guy personally. You don't know him. You listen to his music. You bought his CD. The $9 was therapy. And you listen to your room and all your friends. You're still able to do that. 
Just well, I mean, yeah, you can, but I mean, not all music is the same, you know. And I mean, some music hits harder for other people than a different type. Right, of but genre. it was it was it was just music, you know. It was just lyrics, you know. Everybody, but but when when it's he was not, putting it's not out just lyrics, lyrics, it's not just lyrics. It's like it's more than that, you know. Like when when like it's he hard, put it's that still, music still out, listen, people didn't like the lyrics because of what it said. People didn't like it, you know. Fucking his his. Themes and his tones. They said it was contributing to fucking suicidal teens. Like that's that's all the things they said. And everybody's like, no, it's not. It's just a way for them to release. It's just it's just the songs. But then he goes and fucking legitimizes it, Bobby. He goes and does what he's just been singing about, and now it's a real thing. It's a legitimate thing. So what people people have a reason to do it now? Like he did it. He was making all this music, and this is where it led him. Like dude, he just legitimized bullshit. I don't agree with that. Um, <laughs> he was, I mean, if anything, he was, I mean, there was red flags in his lyrics from day one. And, you know, I mean, was he trying to reach out? Was he trying to fucking, it doesn't matter. Cause it's his life. Well, he he knows. Freedom. You get, you get, the, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't get to choose. You don't, you don't get to choose being you know, born, you know, you're born into a life without choice. You know, you're, your family, yep. your upbringing, yep, yep, your yep. neighborhood, everything, all that. But the one freedom right. you do have, and the ultimate he, freedom is to take that life. You don't have to live. That's so why suicide's he, illegal. The government wants to fucking take your ultimate freedom away from you. Like, look, it's he's, not he's probably painfully aware of the impact he's made. He's definitely painfully aware of it. He, I don't think. I don't think your feelings was any. I don't think your feelings or anyone else's feelings was, you know, in his in his weighing of of do I do this or not. Like, I think the demons inside of his skull were fucking telling him to do it. Uh, so well, that 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 to me is very cowardice. That to me is very selfish. Like that, I that, don't think so. You you are going you you are going to assume that your life is unable to go on because of your unhappiness when there are girls and boys who get raped their whole fucking life. No, fuck this. There was, there was just this Dr. Phil episode. Fuck you, Dr. Phil. This little fucking girl was in a fucking closet her whole life, getting raped by her mom and dad and her mom and dad's friends, and then forced to live under the house with just a blanket in the winter. And she doesn't want to fucking kill herself. She has been beaten and tortured her whole fucking life. Where's her will to live? Still in her head. You have this fucking man who is a rock star, almost international, I would say, who has well, yeah. thousands of resources at his disposal. Thousands of people and fans and loved ones and fucking colleagues and associates. And he decides to do that? But that doesn't matter. You can have all the fucking money yeah, in the goddamn world. You can have, no, seriously, you could have everything or think you have everything. But if you're that low in life, if you feel How like you have no fucking hope, it, no, people do. People get so fucking hopeless. None of that shit matters. People are like, oh, he's selfish because he has kids and a wife, blah, blah, blah. But be that fucking low. You don't know how it is unless you're fucking there. Unless you're about yeah. to fucking do it. Here, here's a crazy I'm, I'm only, oh, 67%, 67% of all U.S. suicides are above the poverty line. People who are struggling the most have something to live for. Like, imagine, like, having all those demons inside your head. You make it. You make those millions. You make those records. You're an international star. You have kids, all that shit, everything, cars, houses, homes, like, tons of houses. I can't even find a fucking house in Denver. You know, and he's got, like, five, right? You know, like, and he still can't get out of his own head. Like, 
for me, that validates it even more. Like all that, what you said, Dylan, like even validates even how, how horrible, what the horror that must be going on inside his head. You can't understand it because you only live your own truth, you know, like, and the same for Laura and the same for me. Like, but like that statistic, I mean, 67% of fucking suicides don't happen in poverty. Like it's, it's beyond money. Money doesn't equate to happiness. It doesn't, of course it doesn't equate to happiness. My, my point is that you have the ability and the resources, not just tangible monetary resources. You have the resources to go talk to somebody that knows what you're going through. Like you, you have the connection. It's hard to talk to somebody, man. You have the network. Do you have a therapist going or what? But he can scream that shit into a lyrics? Yeah, that's his, yeah, it's release. I have notebooks full and, of, and, of and everybody of said no. It's just lyrics. It's just lyrics because somebody was like, "Dude, he's he's talking about suicidal tendencies. Maybe maybe we shouldn't allow this kind of stuff to be out there for people to think about and talk about, you know." And then you no, wanna, it's just lyrics. Wanna, it's just music lyrics. And then he goes and does something like this. Literally, one of his fucking one of the Lincoln Park songs says, "Find a new place to hang this noose. String me up from the trapeze roof." Like he's talking about fucking hanging himself. In one of his I mean, songs that was just a song. Hold on. And then he fucking goes and does it. It was just a song, but now it's a real thing. Good fucking job, bro. Way to make it just a fucking song and now fuck that all up and legitimize well, what you just why said. Why did anyone who, – who thought it was just a song? Maybe someone who's never listened to it. Maybe someone who's never sat with headphones and was dealing with depression. Maybe that's not just a song to them. I don't think I don't know. I don't understand your whole justice song because people people who are upset about the song lyrics in songs like that with themes with themes like suicide or drugs or death. There's always a part of people or a part of the population who says we shouldn't have this kind of stuff out there. People shouldn't be able to talk about killing themselves for fear that you know. Of course, that's not true but people shouldn't be able to talk about killing themselves around everyone else because, you know, that's, that's gonna, that's, that's wrong. And then they, and then other people in opposition stand up and say, no, it's just songs. It it, it doesn't mean he's going to kill himself. And it doesn't mean people are going to kill themselves because they're singing these lyrics. It's just a song. It's a way for them to have therapy. So, all right, they win the battle years go down the line and Chester hangs himself. Just like the people who were saying songs make people do that, and the artists do that, were saying he legitimized their fucking point. It is it is not healthy to fucking do that shit. And 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 to so, me, that, so that's just so the example that he's setting. So you're mad that Chester killed himself because he legitimized other people's points, not because he was going through like daily horror. Like you care more. You care. You care more about what what some women in a fucking in a in a studio wow. talking about fucking. Mm, we can't. We can't have fucking suicide in our lyrics. We can't have Marilyn Manson because that's Columbine. I don't prioritize either one over the other. Oh, I guess I guess Columbine validated Marilyn Manson then, right? I mean, is that what you're saying? My my point is I don't prioritize one over the other. What he was thinking and what happened. I I, I, I know the pain cares, in his head though. is awful. I'm not. I'm not saying that, you know, the pain in his head shouldn't have been there. Obviously, the guy has some fucked up shit going on. And dude, that's not okay. And that's real, sad depression it's, is it's fucking sad, real. 30,000 30, suicides in this country every fucking year. Suicide's real. Depression is real. It's not like, 
this like anomaly that just like happens every great fucking now and then, dude. It's a fucking problem. I'm a Lincoln Park fan, dude. I I've listened to Lincoln Park all my life. I well, love dismiss the music. that. Dismiss that. Let's just talk. Dismiss that the whole Lincoln Park aspect of it all. Like suicide in general. Like what is so selfish about taking your own life? You are so so te- you are so temporarily upset that you make a permanent fucking choice. But you're gonna die anyways. Fun. Right. You think that was you think that was temporary? You, you are, think depression is temporary? You, you are that was a lifelong battle. Those that care about you, hey, you're fucking crazy. To you, you are subjecting those that care about you to sadness from your absence. But look, okay, the thing is, I don't think unless you've been through like depression or suicide or or, or all those thoughts, this is how I look at it. I'm just talking about from personal experience and shit. I've had like, I mean, I don't like to glamorize. I never talk about this. It's the only time and place I will ever talk about this. But like when you have those dark thoughts, when your mind goes into those dark thoughts the very first time, that shit never fucking goes away. No matter how good life gets, the moment something shitty happens you're gonna go straight back into that place and it's always gonna be lingering in the back of your mind just like chester bennington with the whole like he was sexually abused as a kid that and that was from tmz reporting on that that's years Actually, it's, it's fact though he was he, he admitted that and then one yeah, of his books like, yeah. it's years that he's been dealing with shit like some of that shit you can't it's hard <clears throat> to let go and it yeah. eats at you every day and you wake up every day feeling like you're dragging in mud and, and, and people, like, for example, I was, go, I was in a dark, dark, dark-ass place last year, and people would be like, what are you so sad about? You have a roof over your head, you're married, you have someone, you know, who takes care of you, this and that. I'm like, Dude, that well, which, shit doesn't which, fucking matter. That shit doesn't you, fucking matter. Fuck, fuck what anyone They're Like, if someone's going to kill themselves, they're not going to think about how, I mean, yeah, they'll think about how their family feels, but the main thing is they don't want to feel the pain anymore. Right, they don't want to do the pain, you know. Like like Chester in an interview a couple months ago, I was watching. He was he was saying talking about his kids, and talking about the new album that was coming out and all that. New album came out in May, and he said that you know he he's he's fighting demons on a daily basis because you know he he loves you know hanging out with his kids and doing dad stuff. They go to bed, and he says that when he's when he's in his bedroom and he's alone for too long, in like in his head. And too long could just be an hour, is what he said. Yeah. Like, like, it's just there's. He said that inside his walls is a very, very dangerous neighborhood, and you don't want to go there. And there's a lot, a lot of bad people in there. He said there's a different. It, it, I think exact word he said. There's another Chester inside me that is telling me to do bad things to myself all the time. And he said that. Like, I don't think that's like some like bullshit ass fucking thing that he said. Like, that's real. Like, I don't you know, think like, it's bullshit either. But I, 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 I find the decision to do it. Cowardly, dude. Maybe it wasn't his choice, technically, man. There's another Chester in there. Aren't there a couple of me? I have a poem that I wrote like a long ass time ago called A Million Me's and Me. And it was just like just exploring like all of the different fucking me's. Like I, I feel like, like this whole, like, I hate the term bipolar, but like, you know, is there a different Dylan? Like, are there several Dylans inside of you? Like, like, do you switch? I mean, I, of course, I have different personalities, dude. That's, that's everybody does. Everybody has different type of moods they get in that direct their personality. That's not unusual. Or if you're talking about MPD, no, I don't have it. All right. Fair. I mean, I don't know if I have multiple personality disorder. I mean, I don't think I do, but there's something in my fucking head that's been talking to me since I was like five years old. 
Everybody has something that talks to them in their head. Bobby, it's yourself. Like that, that's a normal thing. Everybody thinks and talks in their own head. Well, like, I mean, I've is had... there is there a separate little fucking goober demon going? Ah, you should steal that Snickers bar. Like, no. No, but I mean, it's enough for thirty thousand people to do it every single year. You know. And it's One weird, dude, because children. like, like you have that like. There's please, nothing. Understand there's what nothing you just said. Chester said he has another Chester because. Sometimes, like, when I was really, really depressed or whenever I get like that, it's like I'll wake up and I'll just feel like, dude, I, I, I just want to die. And I don't want to, like, you don't wake up wanting to think about that shit. You just wake up and boom, it's there in your head. Like, you're thinking about it. Right? You don't want to. Yeah, and you don't make the conscious decision to think about it, but you make the conscious decision to kill yourself. Yeah, because it's all you think about all the fucking time. It, I, oh my god, that's a whole. You, you have to be responsible to fill your head with 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 other things. Like, you, well, you that's, need, that's true. That's true. You have to be responsible enough. You have to have the self preservation that is in every animal ever. Self preservation to continue. Like you, you, there's no way that your life. Is that bad? I don't give a fuck if you, oh, just because you have all the money, sixty-seven percent of the most fuck, dude. Well, I don't could care. Just be like, Everybody else. It could else just be like a mass disorder. It could just be like a real like mass disorder that we're not like addressing, like all these like fucking mass shootings and stuff. Like, it, I mean, it could be a, it could be just a big old disorder. I mean, just, I agree with. I hold on, hold on, don't. I, hold on, don't. hold on. I agree with you on two aspects of this whole thing, despite our disagreements throughout the week. Self-preservation is one of them. Um, and the other one, yeah. and, and this one hits home to me because, you know, I'm, I'm going to be having a child in November. No matter how depressed I am, like, you know, some days I drive to work. I fucking, I, I grow weed. I have a great job. I work with my fucking best friend, Chris Jack. I have a great fucking job, dude. I have amazing bosses. Like, I come home, I have a fucking amazing wife. I have a pregnant wife. I've always wanted a child. I have a dog whom I love. I mean, like, my life is perfect, dude. Like, yeah. outside of my shitty... Go kill my yourself, Bobby. I mean, that seems like a logical thing bar. to do because the voice no, in your no, head tells it. you to. No, but check it. But on my drive to work sometimes, dude, like, I, like, sometimes I'll break out and cry, like, just for no reason. Like, I, I'm, like, not even listening to music. I just... Because I'm thinking, like, something's in my... I just, I just break down. I scream. I just... Even though all these good things are happening okay. to me. However, I want, I'm turning that to my agreement with you is that the fact that I'm having a child, like, has got to supersede any demon that goes on in my head, which is why I have to say it has to be a disorder. Like, it has to be something in there, like, telling them to do it. Like, it's not his choice. I don't know. It sounds right, weird. Then, then they'll, somebody will argue with you that anybody who wants to kill themselves technically at that point has a disorder. They're just going to say that that is the disorder. ADHD is largely a fucking fraud, and they have a disorder name for it. I know. I, I, they'll, I understand. They'll I call it a disorder because they they want some fucking prescription pills. This is where we need homeboy Ozzy. Ozzy, call back in and tell us I'm right. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, the, the bipolar is a thing. You know, uh, multiple personalities a thing. I mean, they are there are real disorders, dude. It's you know. Like, I don't think it's we, cowardly either, at all. By you know, any means. I don't. I don't even, think. I don't think cowardly is the right word, but that's as close as I can get to it. It's just taking yeah. the easy way out. Like, okay, so I, I have a couple friends of mine that have killed themselves within a year or so, and, and both times I was saddened by the fact that they killed themselves, but I was angry as well because you, you son of a bitch. You couldn't have fucking called. You couldn't have put up something on Facebook. You couldn't have hit one of us up. You couldn't hit anybody up. You couldn't yeah, that, that say anything. Like you, that sounds like you They're not, selfish. though. That they're not like going to, though. 
anyone who's going to kill no. themselves, they're they're going to do it, and they're not going to try to reach out. Dude. Like, oh, my God. It's... Yeah, if they're going to kill themselves, obviously they're going to do it. But the point is to try to oh, talk to you people want a letter before first. you get to that point. You want some notification. No. You want at least a text. No. I get it. No, I don't want a fucking text. I would like somebody to say, oh, hey, dude, fucking I'm fucking selfish. upset. I'm not happy. No. It's not selfish. Yeah, you, I it's can't believe you selfish. can't see how selfish you're being. Yeah, you are. You're saying this guy is in fucking extreme mental pain. Like, what's the difference between physical and mental pain? If, if we were talking about people with physical ailments, you wouldn't be having the stance. Because you'd be like, yeah, you know, you don't want to live with that fucking, with that awful fucking, you know, physical ailment. I can't think of something. But, you know, like, I feel if you, like... Yeah, those, if, you're, if you're walking around with a fucking broken toe, yeah, you should just fucking deal with it. No, you should... Wow, you, you're you, comparing you, depression to a broken toe. It's it's something that is broken inside. If you're saying that mental and physical oh, health are the same, shit. a broken bone is just like something in your head being broken or whatever the fuck you're trying to say. So you need no, to take man. active steps to try you and You don't understand depression. I, I, would, I, would, I would recommend maybe your quality of life improve. No. Your, your quality of life to improve. If you have a broken foot, you're not just going to walk around on a broken foot all the time. You're going to do things yeah. to fix it. But sometimes but, it's hard yeah. to get to that point to want to fix it. That's the of thing. Course, yes, you should easy. talk to someone. Nobody said but it's going to be fun. Exactly. But sometimes people will never get to that point. People will never. It's really. It's, like, it's just like I said. You're walking in mud. How the fuck do you get out of this? And sometimes it's really hard to get out. Say of something. It. Closed mouths don't get fed. But it doesn't matter because you don't want to say something sometimes. Sometimes people keep shit bottled up. People. Keep, right. Some there are people like that who keep shit bottled up and they don't want to. Even though, like, say, if I have that a friend, right, and I and I want to kill myself, I don't want to talk to them about my depression because I don't want to put that on them. Even though I should, the person, someone's going to be like, you know, I don't want to bother this. But you'd I'll rather, put, you'd rather put the sadness on them and having to deal with your estate and your body and anything else connected to you that has to be handled now. You'd rather put all that on them. Then, and that's hey, it. I'm feeling Fine. a little sad. I'm not, not, not going to think myself. about that. If I want to kill myself, I'm going to fucking do it. And I've been there, yeah. dude. I've been there. And, and I've been there to the point. I've been there last year with a gun in my head about to fucking leave. And I thought about that, too. I thought about my mom. I thought about my fucking husband I was married to at the time. I thought about everything. And even though I knew it was going to be sad for them, I was so low in my life that I didn't even fucking care. The only thing I cared about was to never, ever, ever, ever feel that pain again. And... Yeah, you can go talk to someone. Yeah, no. Obviously, I want to live life now. Like, I have, even though I'm going through something shitty right now, I have good things, and I'm just, I like to fill my mind with positivity. You saw that. I know, I know that feeling will come back, though. And and you know what? And it's your your obligation to. It's what your I'm, obligation to yourself when you feel that to subside yeah. that thought with more positive thoughts. Like that, that's exactly what you did, Laura. It, 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 that's exactly what you did. You, you took negative thoughts in your head and you turned them into or you filled your head with more positive thoughts. Other reasons not to have those negative thoughts, not to continue with what you wanted to do. Not be that, That's exactly my fucking point right there. Yeah, you but no, but the point, you no, but you yeah, the point you're should. missing, the point you're missing is, is that that happiness is like play by play. It's, it's very temporary. Yeah. It, it, it comes and goes. Whereas that, that lingering feeling is forever. And like this, I mean, the statistic says every single suicide is on average, on average. So this is just, you know, this can, a lot of people can be on their eighth try on average. It's their fourth try is when people come in, finally come in suicide. You say it's an easy thing to do. You like, 
okay, so I got out of my, you know, and I'm not even like saying that. See, you know, Lord, like, say it was easy. You know what? Yes, you did. Let, let me let me you bring it back. Say it was, you said it was an easy way out. And, and like, like oh, I, when I was 17, that was the first time I tried. Right. So there you go. I tried to overdose when I was 17 years old. Now, it's like you said, that never come and it goes away, but it comes back. I mean, it came back last year. And it's your obligation to subside it, to stop yeah. it. To yeah, I know. Like, I don't. From it. Exactly. Yeah, ex- I agree. But I mean, people are like, it's a temporary solution or a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Um, well, what happens if the if happiness If it goes away and it comes too? back, it's temporary. If it goes away and it comes back and it goes away, it is a temporary problem. It is not permanent at that point. But happiness at the same time, the depression will be temporary, but happiness is Happiness is a pursuit. No, it's a pursuit. Is it's a constant. Herpes is permanent. It comes and it comes up and it flares up and it goes away and then it comes yeah, again and it goes away. Happiness it's fucking permanent. Is a Welcome to the internet. Happiness is a pursuit. You don't just fucking have happiness and maintain happiness. You have to fucking progressively maintain happiness over time. It's the you pursuit. You have to want to as well. Yeah, and that's that's my point, dude. Fuck. But if the endorphins in your brain are all fucked up and messed up, dude, like it's a disorder. I just – I. Me personally, I have the self-preservation to know I'm not going to put my fucking wrists wide open or my neck or tie a noose and jump off the fucking bridge. Like, that's not in my fuck. I don't understand how somebody can get to that point. It's upsetting that somebody gets physically to that point that they're so sad that they're fucking done and they're over it. It's, it and it's not selfish that I would want to talk to that person to make them not feel that way. Don't you dare oh, call me I'm, selfish. I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying because that's I selfish. think it's selfish to get rid of your life so that other people are not able to enjoy your presence as they have and you are not able to enjoy their presence. That is selfish. You are taking away a life. You are taking well, away happiness from other people bigger than yourself, especially with Chester. You're taking away a whole lot of happiness. Okay, yeah, you're so sad and depressed, and you just want to end it for yourself, but you want to start up a whole lot of ha- unhappiness for other people. Well, you know, I've been getting into a lot of philosophy lately after your – well, you know, fuck, I'm going to say it. I don't give a fuck. I'm getting divorced, right? And I moved back to Florida two months ago. But this whole time I've – I've been feeling my mind. I've just been reading. Like, all I do is fucking read. And I read a lot of uh, Nietzsche. I think Nietzsche is a, an amazing philosopher. He's one of my favorite philosophers. If it's my favorite philosopher, a lot of people like to say he's angry and over the top with, sh- uh, with shit. But I was reading his book, Twilight of the Idols. I finished it a couple weeks ago. And he talks about, um, he briefly talks about suicide. And it's really opened my eyes. And I was like, you know what? I have to agree with this. So this is a paragraph I'm going to read. It says, we have not the power to prevent ourselves from being born, but this error, for sometimes it is an error, can be rectified if we choose. The man who does away with himself performs the most estimable of deeds. He almost deserves to live for having done so. Society, nay, life itself, derives more profit from such a deed than from any sort of life spent in renunciation, anemia, and other virtues. At least the suicide frees others from the sight of him. At least he removes an objection, one objection against life. So I read oh. that and I was like, it's true. No, not nobody, not one of us is ever asked to be born into this life. Some people may brother about this. 
I was like, I turned to him in the car. I was like, you know, you realize no one's ever asked to be born, but we as humans, the only species on earth, have to fucking struggle to make it, unless you're born into a super rich family and you're privileged. But we're living our lives struggling all the time to be happy. If we don't go to school, if we don't get an education, if we don't get this and that, if we don't have a job, whatever, if we don't, if we're not making money, we're shit out of luck. You're gonna be, you're gonna be homeless on the street. That's not what happiness is. That's not what happiness is. It's it's not. It's not that fucking. It's not that degree. I mean, no, it's, it's but not it's about you. You don't. You, you're you, who. Who is anyone else to judge someone on taking their own life when none of us were even asked to be here in the first place? And this is no way. Who are we to place so much place so much significance on our death? Like the nobody nobody asks to be born, but it's not like it's not like everybody that was born it was destined to be born. It was random chance circumstance. It was a sperm and an egg, maybe possibly getting to one another to fertilize it. There is it no was an er, it was an destiny. early nineties R and B party. You know, that could have like been it was just it was just random chance and circumstance. And if if you're gonna end your life because of your unhappiness, you're spitting in the face of that chance and circumstance. You are spitting in I the mean, face of it. I'm going to end it because my brother it just so happened too. to be me. Like, my brother you, gave me a statistic about it. Like, of all the sperms, whatever, you were the lucky one to be born. But I was like, exactly. even if I wasn't, if it, but even if I wasn't the lucky one to be born, what difference would I know? I wouldn't exist. It wouldn't matter. You wouldn't exactly. know the difference. But, but understanding the information that you just said back to me, you should appreciate the significance of your insignificance. I mean, I mean I'm not saying... I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm born, but I didn't want to be born, so I'm going to kill myself now. No, I also believe, as Nietzsche, Nietzsche does, that experience do make the person who they are um, in the long run. And I think different experiences lead to different fucking mental whatever the fuck that goes in your mind. And sometimes people get into dark places and they'll never be able to get out. And that's just how it is. If everyone thought like, oh, well, someone else has it better than me, I should be appreciative, then there will be no fucking suicides ever. Right. I don't know. It's it's a crazy it's, it's it's an onion, dude. Suicide's a big old onion with a ton of layers. And if you haven't been through depression, or if you think you, I mean, there are also layers of depression. You know, my depression may not be nowhere near as extreme as Chester's depression or your depression, Laura, or the next person. So I mean, you can't really judge, which really kind of leads me to the next um, suicide uh, topic, with is which is what kind of like erupted this whole debate between me and Dylan was social media, like the suicide in the age of social media. Um, you know, suicides happen, and everybody gets to react in real live time, you know, bam. And, you know, you get your, you know, your emotional reactions. But in the last couple of years, I've seen just, I mean, and I'm sorry, John, I'm going to call you out, and you don't give a shit, so it's all good. Yep. I mean, I've just seen some of the most vile, disrespectful, disappointing, um, inhumane, like jokes about, I mean, so about people's what's death. The difference, like it's fucked what's up. the difference between me putting up a meme about saying who wore it better, Aaron Hernandez or Robin Williams, versus me telling somebody to live stream their suicide? What's the difference? There's none. I hate both of them. I, I don't. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Like if, so, yeah. if, if 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 you're gonna if you're if you're gonna fucking tell me that you use sadness to grieve and and membranes remember you're going to use that to <laughs> grieve maybe i use memes and and humor and and com- and dark comedy to grieve because i, I also like lincoln park 
So when when I see a fucking meme that makes me laugh, like a, a meme that's just of him saying, "I've become so numb." It's lyrics from his song. I know that, but now to me, it has a different meaning, and it makes me giggle a little bit because somebody was just making a joke. Like you can. To, to, that being that's said, that's why I didn't get mad at the meme. I, I saw the it. memes. I even like some of your memes that you posted about it, Dylan, this week. And I mean, I don't get triggered by it or upset about by about it because, like you said, it's kind of like dark, really, really dark humor. And knowing the shit that I've been through, it's kind of like it's like you said, it's like a coping method in a way for for me yeah. at least. Kind of like Dude, how if, Milo if got shit can... about the whole pedophile thing. It's he was joking because he was trying. That's how he coped with shit. You know what I mean? Because he he was molested and then he said a joke about uh, the pedophile thing and people got on him. But you know, if Chester just... can use dark lyrics like he like he used in some of his songs, very dark, depressing lyrics as a way of coping and grieving with his sadness in his own head. What is so inexcusable about me using dark humor to cope with the grievance in my own head? Well, there's a difference. His, his dark, his dark lyrics are personal dealing with like personal life experiences and other people can relate with it. He's not attacking anyone or, I didn't or trying anyone. to um, degrade someone. I mean, yeah, those, those memes, whether they were funny or not. And, you know, there were actually a couple that were humorous. I'll give you that. However, um, it doesn't help anything. Like, like who, what, what are you trying to prove? Him and killing himself didn't help anything. What is he trying to prove? That's his own personal self. Like his, his that's suicide, my own personal self. No, his, his, no, his, per, his suicide wasn't, uh, wasn't an affront on anyone. Your fucking memes and your jokes are an affront on people. Like you just fuck. You yeah, know they that take him that way. I'm not, I'm not in control of their emotions. Just like he wasn't in control of their emotions, listening to his music or reacting to his suicide. He wasn't in control of any of that. You're in control oh, yeah. of your own so emotions. If you that's, see that's, something you don't like, fair. you are having the responsibility but, but, but to do Lincoln, something about but it yourself. Lincoln Park's lyrics, Chester's lyrics, weren't meant to to be an affront on anyone. And as and as far as I'm concerned, when I see your memes, and I just I don't see you. I mean, maybe if that is your coping. If that whatever, then that's fine. But what I see you doing total bullshit. Is, but <laughs> no, I know it's I know it's bullshit. Like you're trying to get a rise out of people. Like I ha- I know how yes. to get a rise out of I know how to yes. get a rise out of people very intellectually all day every fucking day. Okay, good. Like, I don't I don't I know have how to, to get a rise out of people with blunt humor. I don't I don't have to be a monster about it. I don't have to be a complete utter asshole about it like you that's do. Good like, for you, dude. I mean, you can have your own fucking form of uh, triggering people and shit. Like that that's the way you do it. Like that that's that's fine. But just because you do it one way doesn't mean I have to do it that way too. I'm not asking that's my you point. to do it by the way. What I'm saying is, is that the you're way telling you me my point. No, you're, like, you're, you're not you're asking me. You're making, making my point is wrong. Of, you're making fun of people's deaths. I don't trigger people. Yeah. I don't make fun of people's deaths. I don't do that. So I have respect you, you for that. were you weren't okay with me making fun of Aaron Hernandez for his death in prison? You no, weren't I okay wasn't. with that? I wasn't. You, you but, I wasn't but, but I wasn't as vocal about it. And then you know, it, it shit just keeps. I mean, the, the more the deaths happen on the social media, it's insane. Like. I mean, the whole Robin Williams thing, it's not funny. Dude. So what about like, Steve Stevens when I was making fun of him killing himself? Were you upset about that, the Facebook yeah, live no. killer? Were you upset about me making fun not, of him killing himself when I put funny. him in you know, part of the Suicide Squad? Yeah, man, I, I'm not, I, I have my own lane. Like, just like I said on Facebook, I, go, I have my own lane. And I don't think that that whole stupid fucking theory that if everything can't be joked about, then nothing can be joked about. Like, 
I'm not saying that it should be illegal. I'm not saying that it should be banned. I'm not saying that people shouldn't do it. What I'm saying is you're just a fucking asshole, straight up. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you shouldn't fucking post that on Facebook. Uh, I'm not saying you, that's not a way you should cope. What I'm saying is maybe you should go fucking get a, a, some therapy or something, figure that shit out, dude, because it's fucked up. I mean, I, I either got cuddled too much or not enough, but that's up for you to decide. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, fuck. I don't give a fuck. Chester killed himself, and and I'm not happy that he did. And I'm I'm I I feel that what he did was selfish. That's I mean that's still where I sit. I I I'm not. No, I don't Dylan, think you're not going to change my, my mind. You're not going to change. You're a strong, independent person. I I love you. Um, but there's yeah, things I, 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 I disagree with a lot a lot of the ways you cope with shit. Like it's it's fucking twisted, bro. Like it doesn't do you any favors in life. When I saw, when I heard about him killing himself, I was, I don't want to sound fucked up, but I was shocked, but at the same time, I was like, oh, whatever. But I understood why someone would do it. Like, I don't, how do I explain this? I found out someone killed themselves last year, and it was someone who was a piece of shit, and I was like, well, fuck it. He, he deserved to die. I don't give a fuck. I'm really dark and twisted. Like, some people who kill themselves, I'm like, damn, that's sad, and then other people... I'm like, oh, well, Darwinism, good riddance. It's All right, for example, good. like when when Rothschild died, I I was actually really really happy about that. However, I didn't go on the fucking my public social media so his daughter could fucking read that shit or something. You know, like I don't know, like I just we all we all for, we all forget that we all are like human beings and we all have moms, we all have dads, we all have kids. You know, we might all have kids and, and sisters and brothers, people who love us, man. And, like, we just throw around these fucking jokes about death, dude. Like, I mean, and here's, here's Dylan just earlier talking to you about how precious life is and how fucking... And then, like, you just, like, shit on people's feelings about death. Like, I, I just don't get it, man. But tweets their own, man. I like, I like shitting on people. I know you do. You, I mean, if it was up to you... I'll give you anyone just... a Cleveland steamer if they call in at 646-668-2950. I will shit on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. just again, so everyone knows, I'm not promoting suicide. I always speak like I no, I don't want no anyone to kill themselves. But I just I'm just speaking on the point where I understand where people come from, and I have my own perspective on it. And that's just, that's all. But I'm not a suicide promoter or glamorizer or whatever the fuck. And well, neither am I. Let's let's get off off the heavy stuff here. We're we're gonna go to our typical mid show smoke break. So. I need to smoke weed. Your, you got your meth. <laughs> just kidding. You, you got your oh, heroin. If you want your <laughs> marijuanas or your your whatever you fucking do with these bathrooms. Your reefers. I'm going to go ahead and up. do this eight ball right now. Yeah, we'll oh, be right shit. back. She was living in a single room with three other individuals. One of them was a male and the other two, well, the other two were females. God only knows what they were up to in there. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. Reefers. Be alright. 
Yeah, great song. I love it. So if you smoke two joints during that, you get the grand prize. Um, you get two more joints. <laughs> and a nap. Yeah, and a nap. But uh, you can call us anytime you want during our podcast. We have about 50 minutes left. We got uh, 646-668-2950. Again, 646-668-2950. This is Trigger and Divided. We're on with uh, Laura and Bobby. We just got done talking about uh, Chester Bennington killing himself. We also got done talking about Sean Spicer getting the fuck out of the press secretary office. And uh, OJ, we talked about OJ for a little bit, getting OJ. back out. Yeah. Putting on niggas uh, and killing these hoes. We're, we're, we're going to move on to something a little more political again. Of course not. Um, fucking health care. More First bullshit time. with fucking health care. Yeah. Bobby, you wanna, so... Laura, you want to break this shit down? Yeah. Y'all are smarter than me. So, I mean, I'm just learning about Everyone this too, is but yeah, Everybody's smarter than me. I haven't been paying a lot of attention to the health care bill, but I do know enough to know that, once again, the republic, the repeal to, or the effort to repeal Obamacare. Obamacare? Bro, Obamacare. Obamacare. Today, Jeannie, I wish, nigga. All right, anyways. Here's a breaking news report from Fox News when the news broke, obviously. All right, here we go. Some breaking news tonight. Another big setback for the Republican effort to repeal and replace Obamacare. Chief National Correspondent Ed Henry has more on that breaking news tonight. Ed? Well, Dana, I just got off the phone with one of the president's top advisors who told me uh, this is a blow to the president tonight, but they are still hopeful they can pick up the pieces uh, either by getting the Senate to work on health care again after the August recess, or perhaps the president will have to go out to the American people and put pressure on Senate Republicans to come up with a new version after six or seven years of vowing that they would repeal and replace Obamacare tonight, for now at least, it is dead. This news coming because two more Republican senators in the last few moments have come out and said they cannot support the current version of the bill. That would be Mike Lee of Utah as well as Jerry Moran of Kansas. What, yeah, the, fuck, that was, what the fuck is August recess? That's uh, where all the Congress go and uh, go on a little vacation. Dude, all they could not get this health care bill down at all. At, at, like at all, everything just keeps falling through. You know what they should do? And Greg Gluckfield was talking about it. It's like, you know how they have these these apps, like Waze. Have you guys heard of Waze, the GPS app? No. Oh yeah, yeah. This, I love that fucking shit. That's the one that like detects where the cops are and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because you can actually interact and like tell people where shit is. Like if there's a car on the shoulder of the road or if there's traffic here or there, it lets right. you know and it reroutes. And your... you get points for people liking that you reported it. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I think the government or whatever, not that they'll ever do it, of course, but they should have something where doctors and nurses and people in the medical field can actually give their input, right, and leave it on this site, this government site, so we can actually get the perspective from the actual medical field, because what are these people doing in the, in the government right now? They're not doing shit. Look, they can't so, even get a wait, fucking does that mean you're now. turning? Does that mean you're turning all doctors and nurses into first responders? No, it's just for them to give their ideas about what they could do for healthcare. It's just more input. Cause obviously these other people aren't getting shit done. Oh, okay. Well, I like that. And, Cause like in, in the day and age of, of like social media and instant access to people, 
like you ever think about it, like doctors are really hard to access and like yeah is anyone a doctor here <laughs> you know that's an interesting uh perspective on the whole ordeal i like that yeah, definitely Greg. It was Greg Guffield's idea, but I was like, dude, that's really good because he was talking about how whenever he does a segment on healthcare, that the next night or that night he'll go check his email and there's like tons of feedback from actual medical professions. And why shouldn't that be taken into accountability? But I also right. have a clip. And given in real Jesse, time. Yeah, exactly. And I have a clip here from Jesse Waters who actually has a really good reaction and stands on why this bill fell through again. I'm going to go ahead and play that. I think you're going to agree with him too, Bobby. Um, So Jesse, President Trump and I were on the same page of its optimism, believing it was going to happen. And you said, no, you don't think it's going to happen. And it turns out you might be right. I hate to pat myself on the back, Dana, but I'm going to do do it. it. Um, You know, I I didn't have a lot of faith in The Senate Republicans, because they didn't show any optimism. I mean, you've had, what, seven months to just come up with something? Seven years. Seven years. What do they do? I mean, the Senate dining room, the food's not that great. The gym, by the looks of them, no one's really working out. They're not allowed to, like, take lunches and dinners anymore because of these lobbying rules. What do they do? They have one job, repeal and replace Obamacare. And they can't do it. If you're working in the private sector and you've had all this time (laughs) to get something done and then you come into a board meeting and you go, I got nothing. I mean, those people are out on the street. Right. Sounds like two jobs. Not just one job. Repeal and replace. (laughs) Whatever. Two jobs. I mean, they they can't even get the first job done, though. I I don't don't know how I feel about Obamacare. What's the solution for you guys? How do you feel about health care in America, Laura? Honestly, I have no fucking idea what the solution is. But I know Obamacare isn't great because it's, quote-unquote, free, even though it's really not. It's really fucking shitty because I had it in California, and I had nothing but bad experiences. But I just want them to... You know what? Actually, no. This is what I want them to do. I want to want them to do what I said earlier, like get the advice from actual fucking medical doctors and physicians and nurses and people in the medical field and have them help them, the other people in Washington, figure something out. But as far as like well, what the exact solution is, I'm just gonna for, have to wait and find out because I have no idea. For me, healthcare is not a right. I know, I know that yeah. because then if you're if you're turning healthcare into a right, you are forcing other people to become. Slaves for you. You're forcing them to, you know, perform medical procedures because you, because I say so. So I don't, I don't believe that. Yeah. I do well, believe it's a privilege. I mean, like, if you I don't do think it's a right, some cost. But it should come at some cost, but taxpayer cost or individual cost. Individual. Or a little both. That's the only. That's the only solid way to do it. Um, I, I know. I know that more homogenous countries, you know, like like Denmark and and Sweden. If you are sick, you don't pay your health insurance but if you're healthy you pay into health insurance that way when you're sick the money you make at work goes to you you know to help you get you better and then when you're no longer sick you stop receiving you know pay for being mm-hmm. sick and you go back to paying into the health care single payer to assist everybody else like that, that that's that's what i think you you paid you paying when you're well, healthy that way when you're you sick were, you have money you were a bernie sanders supporter and one of his yeah. big Things that he went on in his campaign was single payer. I mean, did, was that something you agreed with Bernie on? It's difficult for me to say because the 
the terms get so uh, the, the the lines get lost when when you start using the the, the jargon they have to talk well, about. Well, thing I mean, singer pay or just be you know the we just it's just added into our taxes. Everyone can go to the hospital at any given time and be seen without having to deal with all the fucking bureaucracy at the at the counter. Okay, I mean, so I, I guess I, I guess that's not the way I would envision the single payer. The way the way I envision single payer would be is if you want health care, you can opt into pay for you know like some, somewhat of a tax. You know, you opt to pay into the health care tax or whatever the fuck you may call it. You, you I don't give a okay. shit. Um, I, and then yeah. when 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 you are sick, if you have opted into purchase that health care then you are able to go anywhere whereas if you have not opted to go into the health care and you go to get care it's going to cost you more because you have not opted to throw into this big community pot that is health care it, it's just, it just like a sounds, tax it, it just sounds like a lot more bureaucracy like yeah when it's it's like i have, a lot I, of have good in, I have good in, okay, i have good insurance um with uh with my wife through her work and when I went to the hospital two weeks ago for those stomach pains, uh, when they diagnosed me with that stupid cannabinoid bullshit, um, they gave me a couple of pain meds, and that was it. Uh, yeah. That was, was it. it. They, oh, and they and they took a little blood. Do you know how much that cost me? Probably oh, about three hundred to uh, two hundred fifty dollars to three hundred eighty dollars. I'm guessing. Forty five hundred dollars. So my insurance. What the fuck? The, what the yeah, fuck, I, I, Bobby? I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Right now, it's right in front of me. I the, my insurance covered um, covered three thousand of it, and I'm on the hook for fifteen hundred dollars for. Like, oh, I like thought you app. said your cost. The patient responsibility was that much. Jesus Christ, but that's a whole still, lot different. Dude, the whole the bill fuck? was forty five. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would it? Why would I have to? What? What? So what? What? Did it cost what, what four thousand five hundred dollars. What happens, Bobby? Because of the way healthcare laws are set up under the ACA, the doctor also makes a charge for himself. So when, when you went in to go see the doctor, you saw a nurse, and then you saw a physician. Yeah. The physician bills the hospital and you. The patient responsibility is generally for – uh, it, it's a smaller cost, so that whatever you said, fifteen hundred dollars or, or twelve hundred, that's the patient responsibility. That's generally what the doctor charges. Now you're missing my point, man. Dylan, you, you're explaining. You're, you're preaching to the choir on the whole operational um, proceeds. Of right. That's that's I'm what I'm asking, explaining. My, my my question isn't what why are those proceeds the way they are. My question is why in the fuck does an hour long visit cost forty five hundred dollars? Because everybody's got to make their money. That's what I was getting at. Everybody's got to make their money. I would, I would rather pay. I would rather pay thirty to fifty bucks a fucking a month or however it would cost me for, for for um, a single payer tax if all Americans were included in it. I'd rather pay forty fifty bucks a paycheck than. There's always going to be some upfront cost though. There's always going to be some upfront. No, 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 not on single payer. Single payers, you go in, you go out. You go in, you go out. I, you I, go I feel. That's I exactly feel like even. That's Even with the single payer, there's going to be a small upfront cost, like a copay when you get prescriptions and shit. You pay five dollar copay for your prescriptions. There's going to be something like that. There's okay, always cool. going to be some. So, kind of so once cost. again, we're comparing, you know, a broken toe to depression, a five dollar copay to four forty five hundred dollars. I don't understand you. Like fifteen hundred dollars, a fifteen hundred dollar bill is crippling to me right now. Like you, you shouldn't have been a little bitch and gone to the hospital for a cough. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. Dude, I, that's why I never <laughs> go to the doctor. Or like that's why I never go to the hospital. Man, dude, my dude, the only time is, I'm, I was in pain. The only time I went to the hospital at all this year was probably when I got bronchitis because I had it for literally a month before I actually decided to go get oh, seen. Well, at least but, it wasn't the black plague. You could have had measles. <laughs> right? Dude, but imagine my like, right? You fucking you needed some some surgery and it cost like a million dollars, bitch. I'd rather die. A fucking funeral cost less than that. Than the no money, shit. Right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Here- the here's rope my to deal. hang myself here, costs less. Here, here's my deal. If everybody in the country, if every single person, every adult, every taxpayer in the country paid a certain amount of money for single-payer system, it would be cheaper than what me yeah. and Chloe are doing. Me and Chloe are paying around $240 um, every paycheck for health care. And I'm still forked with this $1,500 bill. Like, what the but fuck am I paying for? Yeah. What the exactly. fuck am I paying for? Like... <laughs> You know, you're, I'm, paying, I'm, you're paying for your insurance company to cover that $3,500. That's what you're well, paying well, for. Well, check this. Like, we're not middle class, but we're close, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but we're not so lower class that we could, afford, that we could get, take, have the benefits of Obamacare, which yeah. the poor has, have great benefits. They have better benefits than I do. And, I, and, and not that I work my ass off more than the poor, you know, but, like, I fucking work my ass off, dudes. And, like, I don't get shit for it. Like, I get pooped on. You know, like uh, when yeah. I got that bill, I was, I was shocked. I actually didn't. Even, I didn't think I was gonna get billed for that. I thought I was. I, I'm just. I'm pissed off. Dude, Obamacare really only works if you're fucking poor or have no job and have no money. That's the only time it fucking works. And uh, even or then, if sometimes you're rich and you don't need healthcare. You know, or, you know, you don't need insurance. Insurance should not be a thing. It just shouldn't no, be. No, Obamacare would have actually hurt you um, if you were uber rich and didn't need or 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 have any health care. Because under the ACA, you'd be fine for not having health care. Try again, Bobby. Yeah, but like if I'm making like you know what I'm saying. I'm saying if you like make like a few million a year, that's nothing. I mean, you're still getting hit, and it sucks. You know, but if you break your leg, you could pay out of pocket. Wouldn't that be great? Just to be able to pay out of pocket for a broken leg doesn't disable not- you. Doesn't. I, 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 try my best, I try my best to look at health insurance the way the way I do car insurance. Like you at this point you don't have to have health care, you won't get fined for having it, but you're you're paying a company to invest in you to take care of your person if anything happens to go wrong with it. So if if you if you develop fucking some kind of skin cancer, then that's um, that, that's going to cost them a lot of fucking money. Whereas if you get a broken toe, it's not going to cost them as much money. Or if you have depression, we're, we're back to, who we're knows back how to much money it's going to cost. We're back to the broken toe. <laughs> Where, so you, you are paying this company to invest into you, into the potential that you may Man, be hurt. So we should, what, it's what, not a healthy what, you're it's paying not a healthy You're paying 240 bucks a month you said or so to potentially if you break your leg and it cost 11 grand to reset it only have to pay two thousand four thousand dollars instead of eleven thousand dollars you are paying the for the ability to not be that fucked further is, but the fact that it costs that much is, much is a joke i mean i'm, not, Pharma, I'm not just you're I'm, welcome i'm not i'm not talking i'm not monday quarterbacking it here monday morning quarterbacking it here you know i i worked in i mean i worked in an animal hospital for five years but I, I was the one, I was the OSHA manager. I was doing ordering for three years, so I know all the the cost costs of like everything that we had in there. Same shit that they have in an ER in, in a regular ER doctor because we are we were an ER hospital. 
I mean, we bought a digital x-ray. I want to say it was $4,200 or something like that. I think it was close to 5000 We had already made that profit for that x-ray machine after about two months. So, like, every fucking x-ray that – I mean, why would we charge a two-view x-ray for $300 when every woman in that whole fucking place is taking x-rays of their broken legs or their wrists? And, and like, all that doesn't seem to cost us shit. And the upkeep for the x-ray machine is in nothing. Like, hmm. and – you know, I, I, it's just, I'm just using one example, an x-ray. I could go, I, I could go into ultrasounds, why they cost so fucking much. Like why or MRIs, MRIs, why the fuck they cost so much. Like they have a monopoly on it. There should be a fucking MRI, MRI fucking store and fuck. Like there should be like as many marijuana fucking stores, dispensaries in Denver. There should be x-ray stores and MRI stores and they should cost like 40 bucks a pop because now we have a competitive market. We don't, we have a MRI monopoly. MRI machine is pretty expensive though. I mean, the machine is pretty expensive. Fine, and so is and so is renting a goddamn warehouse to grow wheat. That's fucking expensive. And how many people are doing that? Like, we we need more. I think we need less government and more fucking and more potential competitiveness. Like, I want to see I want to yeah. see X-ray machines everywhere. I, I want to see. I want to own my own store. Is, is the best because then then it, it kind of like vets out like the best of the best care you can get. If people well, we, we have too much regulation on healthcare. That's the problem. I mean, we 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 try to look at insurance as the problem, but like the root cause of all of these issues are the cost to begin. No, are the cost to begin with. Like, if all of this didn't cost all this, we wouldn't need insurance. We wouldn't need to pay taxes to the government to cover our health. We could just afford it ourselves if it didn't cost that much. But instead, we have a healthcare that's ran for profit. It's fucked up, and I get it's capitalism. But it's fucking killing us, and we're a bad country to have this problem because we have diabetes issues, we have heart failure issues, we have the most cancer of any country. I mean, we have a lot I of health issues. Cancer. Speaking of cancer, fucking go off, Sorry. man! Get me going on healthcare. Speaking yeah. of cancer, yeah, dude. I wonder why he's not being treated at a VA hospital. Ooh, ooh. Anyone True, else wondering? Huh? Wait, you I wonder serious? why. No, he's really not being treated at a VA hospital. I wonder why. Well, okay. So with with all that veteran um, bullshit that he fucking spews yeah, around and everybody fucking shells him up to be, yeah. Everybody shells him up. He's a fucking war hero. He's not Dude. a war hero. You remember, remember that? Remember? Oh, my God. So <laughs> he is a war hero. What I've the fuck seen, are you talking about? He is a war I've hero. I've seen people about post Trump. about him. like oh, okay. I was about to all this week being like, oh, um... Whether you like him or not, you should feel so, like not word for word. Like whether you like him or not, you should feel sorry for John McCain because he's a war hero, POW, blah blah blah, American. Leave all your bad comments. Fuck that bitch, bitch. You, I hope yeah. he fucking die tomorrow. He's a piece of shit. Dude, I don't what, give a fuck. He's, he's, he's cancer, not an American right? hero to me. Yeah, here I have so, a clip from um, on Anderson Cooper CNN, and it's, it's explaining. I think it's a doctor that's working with him, and they're just um, he's just describing what kind of cancer it is. I'm gonna play it real fast. If it ever fucking we begin, okay. though, with some truly sad and shocking news about Senator and former presidential candidate John McCain. CNN Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. Sanjay Gupta joins us now. Sanjay, what, what have you learned? Sanjay, huh? Uh, with Senator Sanjay. McCain's permission, I spoke to his doctors at the Mayo Clinic earlier today, and they said that operation that he had on Friday revealed that he has a glioblastoma. That is a, an aggressive type of brain cancer. Uh, that was what was causing his problems, what they operated on right above his left eye, as you may remember, Anderson. Uh, this is a type of uh, primary brain cancer. They, they didn't know. They, just, they just found this out after the pathologist looked under the microscope specifically at what was removed there from his brain. 
and that is what they found. Uh, as you point out, it is uh, it's sad news. This is an aggressive type of brain cancer, and I think surprised everybody, Anderson. This is going to set a precedent. This is absolutely going to set a precedent, dude. Why? Because there's been evidence of John McCain fucking... You remember when he was what talking to Comey, talking about the Hillary investigation with the Trump... Inv- he was acting real fucking stupid, and he's like, I didn't get, get sleep. I even fucking talked about it on this episode uh, a couple episodes ago. And he now he's got, fucking, off, huh? he's got brain cancer. Dude, this is going to set a precedent. Whereas if some politician in office gets... Some kind of mental, you know, uh, disability, whether it be cancer or just, you know, they're, they're super depressed or they have, you know, this or that or this disorder or that disorder. They're not going to be able to serve in an office or, or they're going to have to step down. I think this is going to set a precedent because John McCain is going to get some blowback for this. And, it, and it's because he has brain cancer. He's a war hero. But, bro, with brain cancer, you shouldn't be deciding laws. You shouldn't, bro. He was in a POW camp, Laura. You fuck couldn't camp, last dude. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if he was in a POW camp. I don't give a fuck if he was KIA. I hope. I wish he was KIA, by the way. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I'm not talking shit well, about anyone who was who was captured. But he, a, a lot of his other people spoke out against him. A lot of those other people that were with him in the POW camp spoke out against him. So fuck I will. Him. I will say. I will say. Fuck him with you though, because he has spent his entire life criminalizing one plant that could have saved his life. Well, it may have saved his life. Who knows? Yeah. Um, we we, we wanna, can't I, say that it wouldn't have. I want to go back to your comment about um, this whole thing um, setting precedence. Um, I don't know if you, you probably don't remember. Uh, maybe you do. But Ronald Reagan um, underwent colon cancer while he was president in 1985. And liberals and conservatives within within this party who hated Ronald Reagan because there was always sections of, of the Republicans that hated him. They actually had panels going um, and interviewing him and doing like full like psychoanalysis shit while he was fucking president. Like you guys should look into this. Like that. Well, yeah, but that's that has to do with his mm-hmm. fucking asshole. I'm talking about brains here, dude. Brain no, cancer. No, 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 no. After his cancer, um, there was a, there was a great documentary. When I find it out, I'll, he had brain. He didn't. Did he have brain cancer? Um, no, he, he had. Have- uh, he was showing signs of uh, of mental, like he would fall asleep. In, in meetings, he would he would go from like really really like energetic and talking about like in a meeting to like all of a sudden really somber. And they would show these videos and you're like, holy shit, he was like going up and down. And so so they had like real live fucking like groups of people going in there and analyzing him what? while the while the media was like covering this. This happened in 1985, 1986, 1988, 1987. I mean, well, like, I'll this, be fucked, right? So this happened this happened to a sitting president, mind you, the president that Republicans worship the most. I mean, sure, will it? Will they use that? I mean, they're already trying to use what's what's the amendment that they could use against um, Donald Trump? The same thing that they, that you just talked about, actually. Like they're they they want to try, um, they want to impeach Donald Trump with on, on an inability to be able to function mentally, like something like that. I'll look it up. Wow. But yeah, I guess it, I guess you know this half of be, them can't even function properly, and they oh, want to fucking impeach him. Well, I wish the you know what. Uh, I honestly just wish people would stop being like feeling sorry for him just because of him being a veteran. That's you know what really pisses me off when people try to justify. Yeah, like what really pisses me off is when people or veterans try to justify something 
only because they're a veteran, because of that veteran status. I hate I, it's, it's I just another I, fucking ad hominem. Like why? I, it shouldn't matter. I pay I pay a little a little respect to him just because of the aspect that he was tortured for sake of being tortured. Right. Like it, I have I he have a little bit of respect for that. Okay. That aside, I think I have a little respect for the for a man who who has the self preservation to fucking be tortured and not kill himself, but be tortured for all those fucking years. <sighs> that that brings me. A, this, I have a little this respect. Guy. This, this guy. fucking guy. But then I'm again, he, he he's a fucking POW for Sarpen because he was captured and and tortured. But then when he's a fucking old faggot, he makes all these other fucking troops go and die for no reason. Fucking missing boots on the ground. Wasn't he in solitary confinement for like two years? Was he? I don't know. Yeah, I That's think hardcore. it was. It was. It was a decent. He was in a cage for a bit, dude. His arms were broken. He can't lift his arms above his fucking shoulders. Like he is deformed from that. He he already has enough reminders, you know. But yeah. Whatever. Hurry up and die, McCain. You're a fucking piece of shit. I mean, he can hurry up and die. Fuck him for his, you know, fucking. Cannabis criminalization is, efforts. Fuck him. This is the most like somber death episode I think we may ever have. Like this is <laughs> like I don't even think you have to run anything, member. We could just member our episode real quick. Just well, before member? we move on, before we move on, I just want to say Hitler was a was a war hero in World War Two. But I mean, hey, insane. <laughs> also slaughtered six million Jews. Yeah, McCain didn't slaughter. But I mean, he was a war hero, right? So that's all that. He was a veteran, so we should praise him. He just slaughtered slaughtered six million Jews. He slaughtered six million Jews. (laughs) (laughs) He was he was a great painter, though. He slaughtered six million Jews. Well, the thing is, like you know, art school thought of him a little bit better. That would have never happened. Well, speaking of slaughters, there was a slaughter, dude. There was a slaughter. A fucking white woman in Minneapolis. So what happened with that? What is the story behind it? I've seen it, but I haven't been into it. So this woman, this Australian woman is here. She was bride-to-be, fucking so excited to marry her husband. She calls the cops for um, what she believes to be an assault. And then it turns out, here, I'll, just, I'll, I'll play these clips for you. The 40-year-old Australian called 911 last Saturday to report a disturbance outside her home. But less than a half hour later, Damon was dead. Officer Mohammed Noor, sitting in the passenger seat of the police cruiser, fired his gun past his partner in the driver's seat, killing Damon. Justine didn't have to die. On Thursday, Harto sought to distance the department from Noor's actions. I believe the actions in question go against who we are as a department, how we train, and the expectations we have for our officers. That wasn't enough for some city leaders, including Mayor Hodges, who asked for Harto's resignation. But the fact that neither of the officers responding to Damon's 911 call had their body cameras on has raised even more questions about the department. Through this incident, we learned what some of us already knew is that the body camera policy was screwed to get from the get-go. Harto, the first woman to lead the Minneapolis PD, had come under sharp criticism before. The 2015 shooting of Jamar Clark, an unarmed black man during an encounter with police, led to weeks of protests. The two officers in that case were not charged. Officer Knorr is currently being investigated by the state. So that that's what happened. These cops show up to the police um the police call and the lady who called 
runs out to greet them and let let them know, and one of them hears a loud noise and and shoots her in the abdomen. Uh, Holy first, shit! Yeah, I'm. First, I mean, this just just the fact that we're talking about it with this type of tone, it should be maddening enough because when when an unarmed black man isn't is shot we we don't have this sort of somber attitude about it you know the the guy running away from the cop we didn't have this sort of somber attitude so i have i i oh yes but we we don't have this somber attitude coming from the news station so we don't have this all the details things it's it's he was right i mean she she would have been the meth head crackhead fucking Poor, just sell. Yeah, I got another clip. There would have been no police resigning. Yeah, sorry, sorry. You're good. I I I just got one more clip that I wanted to play. It came right with that one. I I I, hang on. The Minneapolis police chief is out after one of her officers shot and killed an unarmed woman. It was one week ago that officer Mohammed Noor actually quit. On Friday, Chief Janae Harto resigned. But as Jamie Ucas reports, the pressure is now squarely on the mayor of Minneapolis. The deputy chief and chief of staff. Listen, we don't want you as our mayor of Minneapolis anymore. Like they're asking her to fucking quit, dude. Like department has terrorized us enough. Protesters shouted at Minneapolis Mayor Betsy Hodges and called for her to step down as they took over the podium at a news conference to discuss the resignation of police chief Shanae Harto. So there are riots. Return later to tell reporters she would not be stepping down. I share people's frustration about the pace of change in policing and in building community trust. Chief Harto resigned Friday, six days after the fatal shooting of Justine Damon. So there, there are some kind of like protests and displays of anger going on, but nothing to the degree that we would see if it were a black person that shot that got shot. So we we don't we don't see the crowd with Black Lives yeah. Matter standing up and screaming for this cop because what his blue life didn't matter or did his oh. black life matter because he's blue or or, or what is this like the, the it's, racism it's is opposite that. here and no one it's knows how to all, act. It's no, it's because when a white when a white person, especially a white woman, especially a a non like druggy white woman, like you know a good upstanding citizen. When they get killed, they don't have to riot. They don't have to protest as big because the fucking commissioner, the, the commissioner will re- resign six days later and no big deal, you know, like, and that cop will fucking see justice. I'm, sh- I'm certain of it. But yet, you know, when poor white people or when most black people get shot, like, you know, we don't ever see justice and we, and we have to riot. We have to protest harder. That's why. Uh, as far as why Blue Lives Matter isn't, isn't sticking up, for, and, and, and first of all, like, Fuck blue lives matter. Like, there's no such thing as a blue life. For one third of a day, you have a fucking blue uniform on that doesn't make you a life. Exactly. Anyway. But where where are they? That's my point. Is they've they've stuck up for every fucking cop in the past so every right. time. But they exactly that you can clearly see it. You know, I'm it's so funny that you said that, Bobby. Like, they're a cop for one third a day. The the other well, actually, like last month, I was with my brother and his girlfriend, and we're coming out of a Cop, uh, the sheriff, Broward Sheriff. By the way, fuck Broward Sheriff. I hate all you faggots. Oh, sorry, but you know it's a cop. But um, we were walking and a cop kind of comes really fast around the corner, and my sister-in-law, she don't give a fuck. 
she's like, hey, like, you're a cop. Why are you, why are you, uh, like, why are you speeding? And so he, he rolls down his window. He's like, I'm only a cop 40 hours a week. And I was like, damn, he really just said that. Wow. Hell yeah. I, I, you know what? He owned it. He owned it. So I'll True. All right. This is black, well, too. I, I've got CNN's take on this, which I think is a little interesting. What have you, as mayor, been able to find out about this incident? Well, you know, like everyone, I just share how awful and tragic this is. And, and, and as you said, I'm just heartsick. I'm deeply disturbed. Uh, and we have a policy in Minneapolis and have for a couple of years that if critical <laughs> incidents like this involving police officers, we have an independent investigation. So the state of Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension is doing the investigation. So to make sure that we respect and that I respect the integrity of that investigation, I don't know uh, more than other people do. Uh, they are conducting that investigation. and. Uh, we're doing our best to cooperate with them, and and I ask that they give as much information as they can. I just, so I just want to try and you know cooperate and do so much so much help, and I just want to be so so into it. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. You know what's well, funny? Like remember how in the beginning of our podcast I was all like, "Yeah, cops, cops are awesome," and now I'm like, "I don't give a fuck anymore." <laughs> I really don't care about, I mean, I don't think all cops are bad, but I'm just so fucking over them. I don't even care anymore. Man, I I hate to be that because I I find I do this with Muslims, right? I'm like, you know, not all Muslims are bad, right? You know, and, but, but, you know, because I, the terrorists don't represent them. But I do that. I do that same thing with cops. I, I, I'm like, fuck all cops, you know, except for Tim, my father-in-law, former cop who's listening. Love you. But, you know, I just yeah. – most most cops I've ever engaged with are, have just been fucking assholes to me, you know, like taking me to jail, well, taking away my freedom. So many, if there's so many good cops because so few are bad, there's all these few bad eggs, why are those good cops not there to stop the bad cops? It seems like they should outweigh them. Oh, because they hang out together. Well, then maybe we should stop – Firing whistleblowers in the cops, in the cop departments. Why? Why? Why are people who point out injustices by other cops fired? I don't know. I, I don't. Doesn't make you know, any we, sense. You know, we got a. Doesn't make a goddamn We got a message from Renzo Antonio. Renzo, if you're listening, he said, "Hell yeah, fuck Broward Sheriff's Office." <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Fuck. And you know, honestly, I've seen like the sheriffs. You know, there's the sheriffs. Every incident, incident that I've seen with sheriffs have always been worse than like actual police or like Cops. the police department. It's weird. Oh, shit. Yeah, Loren- it's always been more violent. Bar, and that sheriff fucked me up. Fuck me up. <laughs> fuck me and Zach up. Fuck me and Ed up. Fuck you, sheriff. Fucking what the fuck's that sheriff's name in Pueblo, Lorenzo? Damn. How <laughs> was his name? Ah, uh, whatever. Anyways, let's go to let's go to Game of Thrones. Spoiler. What? Yeah, yeah, if you didn't watch the, the uh, uh, episode last weekend, you're gonna be disappointed because there's a lot of spoilers. I mean, you won't be disappointed with Game of Thrones, but there are a lot of spoilers. And I'm gonna start now. So if you are one of those people who can't Is this a hear trigger about warning it watching it, did you yeah. just give a trigger warning? I mean, I'm gonna start off right uh. now with Arya. Can we just talk about Arya real fast? Dude, before the fucking opening credits. Dude, all right. 
Let me just play. Hold on, before I play this clip, just remember, I'm going to recap that last year or last season, she murked Walder Frey. And remember, she left like she's now a fucking assassin badass who just takes the Straight faces up. of people. So let me play this clip. It's a minute and a half, but this is Arya being a savage. Brave men, all of you. Yes. Butchered a woman pregnant with her babe. Now this is her as Walter Cut the throat of a mother of five. Slaughtered your guests after inviting them into your home. I knew it was her at this very moment. But yep. you didn't slaughter every one of the Starks. No, no. That was your mistake. You should have ripped them all out. And they all start choking. Leave one wolf alive, and the sheep are never safe. Everyone's getting poisoned now. Choke. Choke. Choke on that Stark dick. <laughs> that Stark dick. And she takes her mask off, or the face off. And now it's oh, I got chills. I got chills. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. Yeah. <laughs> tell them winter came for house spray. Dude, and I just oh. came after that clip. That oh. was so sick. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think everybody right, we, all need came. To, we all need to clean the, the semen up from our moist underpanties. <laughs> oh, my that goodness. Was, that was really good. That was that was a really good way to open up the season with that. Dude. And for that, she like, tells like the, the girl sitting next to her, she's like, no, I'm not wasting good wine on a damn woman. And I was like, damn, <laughs> savage. <laughs> Fucking, he he sticks well in the Filch fucking type, you know, Professor Filch from Harry Potter yeah. and that shit. He works well <laughs> in that role. <laughs> but I mean, you know, honestly, the I don't want me to sound like a feminist, ugh, ugh, but a lot it's of so the geez. women in in this show are very badass. And Arya has always been one of my favorite characters for a long time. But um, who I fell in love with last season was definitely Lady Mormont, the little girl if if you guys watch it. She's such a badass. She's like 10 years old and she can whoop everyone's ass. But the, when um, Dawn is talking about where are they? They're at the, they're at the Castle Black and Sans is there and he's talking with everyone and I guess they're talking about how to defeat White Walkers and how they need dragon glass and John says you know everyone should take up arms and learn how to fight including the women and i forgot who it is who, who said something that. i forgot the little who girl out against her that yeah, little he girl like, oh, shit. like i'm not having my granddaughter fucking pick up a sword blah 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 and this is what my girl said to him dragon glass kills white walkers it's more valuable to us now than gold we need to find it we need to mine it we need to make weapons from it Everyone, aged 10 to 60, will drill daily with spears, pikes, bow and arrow. It's about time we taught these boys of summer how to fight. <laughs> Not just the boys. We can't defend the North if only half the population is fighting. You expect me to put a spear in my granddaughter's hand? 
fuck yeah. I don't plan on knitting by the fire while men fight for me. I might be small, Lord Glover, and I might be a girl, but I am every bit as much a northerner as you. Indeed you are, my lady. No one and is And I don't need your permission to defend the north. Oh. Right. Hmm. We'll begin training every man, piece. woman, boy, and girl on Bear Island. I fucking love her, dude. She's such a little She's bad. She's a bad little bitch. She rides She's... bears and shit. <laughs> like, dude. Dude, if there were dude. liberals in the Stark family, they would get that family killed. They'd be like, no. Child labor. Every, yeah. Everybody, every Stark is definitely a Republican. Absolutely. <laughs> and then Snow's kind of a liberal. Yeah, no, he's definitely he's, he's a Republican. <laughs> we all know who the Clintons are. Obviously, the Lannisters. <laughs> that's that's oh. obvious. Uh, <laughs> but you know, Bernie also Bernie Sanders was that uh, everybody in the Baylor bombing. Oh. No, <laughs> he just looks like of, him. Uh, speaking of the Lannisters, um, there are some pretty good theories coming about from Jamie and Cersei. Now, this clip I'm going to play next. Okay, this is this is not a, a clip from the show per se, but oh, it is someone. I was reading, a, I was reading yeah. this clip and I was like, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> This is this is very interesting. Now this scene takes place. Remember when Jamie first um when he first talks to Cersei and that guy's painting the map on, on the on the floor? Yeah. And he walks in. So this is where this takes place. So you have a visual of what they're talking about. But listen to this theory right now. Cersei Lannister is the Queen of Westeros. Again. While this scene between Cersei and her twin brother slash lover Jamie might not have seemed all that important on the surface. Attentive viewers may have picked up on the curious positioning of these two and where they were standing on the map of Westeros. Cersei is standing on top of the southernmost part of the north, known as the Neck, while Jamie is hovering east of the Fingers, a series of narrow peninsulas located in the Vale. Neck. Fingers. Could this be a hint at the eventual fate of this brother-sister romance? According to the prophecy delivered to Cersei as a child by Maggie the Frog, she is to be killed by her younger brother. Obviously, given their history, Cersei thinks that Mag was referring to Tyrion, but she has a tendency to misread this prophecy, meaning it could in fact be Jaime who will eventually kill his one true love, and add Queen Slayer to his laundry list of titles. And that being Holy said, the younger brother, Cersei, they're twins, right? Cersei and Jaime are twins, but Cersei was born first, so also yep. keep that in mind. I've heard this theory. So before. younger brother could be could be uh, Tyrion. But it's but it's not though. I don't think it is because look, I because I, I thought that too. But this next theory it plays into it more, and it's, it this takes place with the Ed, remember Ed Sheeran the Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. care, cameo it oh, kind of threw me off a lot. I yeah, I was like, why don't me off a ton? Yeah, that's that, like don't don't take famous people and put them in Game of Thrones. It just ruins the whole thing. But yeah, but. Listen to this because it plays into what I just played. I was like, damn, but here we go. Listen, it's a minute long. Throb Ed Sheeran made his Game of Thrones debut sitting alongside Arya Stark for some food, wine, and laughs in what was an uncharacteristically gentle and human moment. At the start of the scene, Sheeran is singing a tune from the books that is yet to make an appearance on screen. The new one. Hands of Gold. For hands of gold are always over a woman's hands are warm. In the book, this song is written and used by a bard named Simon Silvertongue to blackmail Tyrion over his secret relationship with Shay. 
In fact, Tyrion thinks of the song's final line as he strangles Shay to death in Tywin's chambers in the book version of this tragic scene. But since the song is being introduced in the show long after the Shay Tyrion saga, could it be referring to someone else? Maybe someone who actually has a gold hand. Hope would be more practical. As if this episode needed more strangling foreshadowing. See, dude. Dude. It's just like the songs matter. Because remember when they played Reigns of Castamere and then the Starks died, and now this happened, Hands of Gold. It's fuck, dude. I have a feeling Jamie's gonna fucking kill her. It makes sense. There's so many Easter eggs. I was like. Damn, well, he's gonna make. I, I, I think Cersei getting killed is gonna be like the big deal this season. The next season is gonna be the real battle with the the White Walkers or fucking. If what's yeah, they're gonna lead up to Sam's it. Sam's gonna find the cure or something to, to that oh. one dude. One John, John's gonna go. Sure, and meet right? The, yeah. Oh shit. Well, gonna get crazy. I think John is gonna. I think John and Daenerys are gonna fucking meet up because. I hope they fuck. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he just found a mountain of um. Wait, who found the mountain of dragonglass? It was Sam, right? No, Sam no. knew about the mountain. Or was of it John? Glass. It was John. No, no John. No, okay, no, John knows about it. Sam knows about because it because of but, Sam. But but in the last scene, didn't didn't uh Khaleesi's get to it? Isn't that where yeah, they are? She got there exactly. She may not know got it's there, there first. She probably doesn't because she was at what um dragon. I think Stone? she is. Dude, and she's, she's the first fucking Targaryen to be there in like three generations or some shit. I don't think she knows the dragon glass is there. But yeah, I think John knows, know. and then he's gonna go there, and then they're gonna join forces because he needs it, and then they're gonna fucking fight the White Walkers. They're gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck. <laughs> they're gonna fuck. They are gonna Wait, fuck. We're but gonna they're see. related. They're I mean, related. Yeah, yeah, but so is Cersei's and, and they made beautiful. Yeah, but that's, that's Lannister. Little Joffrey. And of course, yeah, I do agree that Jorah is going to get healed by the dragon glass. That's why, because Sam just broke in and he, Sam's being a little savage right now. He's just looking up everything. Love Sam. And he's going to probably remember when, uh, you remember when uh, Tommen quit? Rage quit? Remember that? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Rage quit. I remember. I remember. I remember. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. You remember? There's, there's I remember. so much to remember. Man, I, me- I remember Chester Bennington, man. Oh. I remember. I remember him. I remember, I remember Sean Spicer. Well, uh, remember Laura's, I, I remember, remember, I, remember 18, I remember 1885, Ulysses S. Grant was the 18th president of the United States. He he died at age of three. Ooh. Yeah, the $50 bill, if you guys don't know. Um, 1914, Austria and Hungary issued an ultimatum to Serbia after the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand, uh, predating yeah. Pro- World War One. So World kind of like the catalyst. World War That's the original yeah. terror attack right there. Yeah. True. And uh, let's see. who who. 1952, a revolution erupted in Egypt. Uh, the military took to power in a bloody coup. Or no, sorry, a bloodless coup. Uh, the following year, the monarchy was abolished. <laughs> Different. And yeah, <laughs> for real. And for the first time since the pharaohs, Egypt was once again ruled by Egyptians. Hooray! And uh, the Halley's comet was discovered in 1995 on this day. By Christopher and, Columbus. Uh, 
Hey, no. And uh, in 2011, that whore Winehouse died. Oh, Amy Winehouse. You had a good voice. Oh, you're such a goddamn fucking sweetheart. I'm sorry, 2011, not 2001. That's weird. I was watching, I was trying to watch her documentary yesterday, and I never finished it. So I, I actually never got into Amy Winehouse, but I was I wasn't affected by her death, so I didn't care about. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> I only care about the memes when it hurts my feelings. Oh so. man. Well, guys, it was a great so episode. Yeah, it was. And remember, I won't be here uh, next Sunday, so you gotta hold it down. So I can work. Yeah, how do we go from How do we go from 11 callers last week to no callers this week? So yeah, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? Are you even like told to the number? Shame on you. Not one fuck feeling Yeah, we were talking about suicide. Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay. All right. I don't tip, so if you want to call in right now, I don't fucking tip, and I won't ever tip. Fuck you. (laughs) I'm kidding. Hey, my my sister-in-law didn't tip, or my brother's girlfriend didn't tip yesterday. You'd be proud, Dylan. Oh, my God. I'm so proud. Social justice warrior name. (laughs) SJW name. Hashtag. All right, well, you guys can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Trigger Divided. Always here Sundays from 11 to 1 Mountain Standard. 646-668-2950. 646-668-2950. I'm Dylan. That's Bobby. That's me. And that's Laura. We'll see you guys next hey. week. See ya. Oh.